welcome everyone to another episode of Millennial Mom. I know I keep promising that I'm going to be more consistent with episodes, but I mean, my life is a train wreck. What can I say? I'm truly one of the busiest people that I know. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. Like, I'm so important. But I just have a lot of people to take care of. I'm working, carting my kids around town. It's wrestling season, so my husband's always gone. Now my mom's sick, so I'm going back and forth to Nebraska and Chicago, and it's just a lot of shit going on. And just in general, the last 18 months of my life have been like a goddamn wooden roller coaster. Like, real fun, whipping me around, but also bumpy as hell. So I'm just trying to embrace all the bumps along the way. And part of what makes me happy is doing this. So why not jump on here and record an episode? But I swear to God, when it rains, it pours. And every phone call I get is worse than the one before. And I'm just like, what the hell do I do? I'm just going to be really dedicated to doing things that matter, prioritizing the people that matter, and the things that make me happy because life is short and I'm trying not to really fuck it up. Okay, so enough of the sad shit. Let's move on to the trials and tribulations of being a mother. Like I said, I've been going back and forth to Nebraska a lot, which meant that recently I had to travel alone with my kids on an airplane, which I honestly prefer to an eight-hour drive across the state of Iowa because it's just a lot quicker. You can occupy the kids and really help them along during the journey. But I swear to God, if you see a mom alone with kids, you better watch out for that TSA line. I swear to God, it is the biggest nightmare. You hold your bag. You hold your bag. I hold my bag. I don't. You don't want to hold your bag? I will hold your bag. I can't hold this bag anymore. Can you hold this bag for me? Why do we have so many bags? We already checked three. Why do we have three more? What's in here? Oh, a blow-up car seat? I mean, it's just impossible. And when you see me coming, just like in general in life, it's like, watch out. You know, get out of this crazy lady's way. But when I'm coming to the TSA security line you better get out of my way because I've got kids I've got bags and I've got a shitload of anger that I'm ready to load on someone and unfortunately it's probably gonna be the guy at the TSA (sighs) to try to make a long story short I had TSA pre-check for the longest time and I upgraded it to global entry well when I did that it changed my known traveler number hopefully you know what I'm talking about if not I don't know google it it doesn't matter it's this number that allows you to go to the pre-check line So I went to look at my boarding pass and I didn't have TSA pre-check. And I'm like, not today, Satan, not today. So I call Southwest. I'm trying to get it all figured out. Of course, nobody can help me. So I have to wait in the fucking line that wraps around the building of Midway, which I'm like, oh, okay, this is where all the peasants stand to get through TSA. This is ridiculous. Meanwhile, I'm like calling. I'm like being really loud because I'm just like so annoyed and I don't want people to think that I belong in this line. I want them to know that I belong in TSA PreCheck. And I'm just like on the phone with Southwest like, can you get me through this line any faster? 
Anyways, nobody can. Thank God I didn't have to take my kids' shoes off. I looked at the guy and I was like, please tell me I don't have to take these kids' shoes off. And they were like, no, they can stay on. I was like, okay, that I can deal with. But also not fun to rummage through these bags and take out all the iPads and computers and bullshit. And my coat and the whole thing. (sighs) So we finally get our bags on. And my kids go first because I let them go by first. And then I go through the metal detector and it beeps. And I'm like, excuse me, I don't even have a watch on nothing. They're like, oh, random check. You need to do a hand swab. Please come over here. Meanwhile, I'm watching my three and six-year-old just walk away in the middle of the airport. And I can't run after them. So I'm like, Brady, Brady, stay close, stay close. They're just like walking away. Meanwhile, this guy's swabbing my hands like... Truly, sir, all you're going to find is copious amounts of hand sanitizer because I'm terrified of the coronavirus coming for me. Anyways, it only takes a few seconds. It wasn't that bad. We finally get all of our shit, and the rest was fine. It really wasn't that big of a deal. We were able to do family boarding, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So everything was fine on the plane. We get to Nebraska. Everything's fine. We spent a lot of time hanging out with my family, but it was a work week, and I did have to take my kids out of school So I was trying to get Brady to do his homework and I was working on my computer and I even went and saw a client. It was a whole thing. And I was just like, wow, this is really busy. So then we finally got home after a week of being there and all of a sudden Sloane's like sleeping last night and she wakes up and I'm like, oh, this bitch is hot. I have that magical power. I really pride myself on my ability to diagnose a fever with a tap of the wrist I just lay a wrist on a forehead and I immediately know if they have a fever or not. So I don't even get the thermometer because I'm like, this bitch is on fire. Give her some ibuprofen, try to get her down back to bed. And then I realize she has spots. Again, um, don't mean to brag, but I know when a kid has hand, foot, mouth disease, I can spot a spot from a million miles away. So I'm giving her a bath this morning and I realize, wow, she's definitely got hand, foot, mouth disease. Like, again, when it rains, it pours. Really? This is what I need? So anyways, I took her to the doctor. They said it was a really mild case, not a big deal. She can go back to school tomorrow. I'm like, okay. Hopefully that's true because all she did was scream all day, literally screaming. I'm like, hi, I'm on the phone with a customer. She's screaming about granola bars and the fact that she has peanut butter on her sandwich instead of just Nutella it had peanut butter and Nutella she wanted just Nutella first of all who eats a peanut butter and Nutella sandwich that's gross and probably really high caloric intake not really sure but they eat it so sometimes I'm like here's a piece of bread with some shit on it I guess she only wants what she calls brown which is Nutella (sighs) so She was screaming about that, literally throwing bread. Nutella's flying all over the place. I mean, nightmare. And there's nothing you can do to calm her down. I don't know if it's because she's not feeling well, a little feverish, or if it's because she's just a big three-year-old monster. It's probably maybe a little bit of a mixture of both. Sloane can be a complete troll. She told my grandma, I don't like you. I'm like, really? Okay, that's nice. We're here visiting her in the nursing home. We never get to see her. She's obsessed with you. Um, sends you money for gifts and you just are going to tell her you don't like her great 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 I feel really great about myself sure my grandma's like wow Crystal's really doing a fantastic job raising those kids (laughs) I mean what do I do it's not like she's ever heard me say that I normally say things like what a fucking loser (laughs) 
<laughs> I haven't heard her say that yet. I don't typically look people in the eye and say, I don't like you. Although I kind of wish I had those kind of balls. Because I just think life would be a lot easier if we were a little more honest. And if I could just look a few people in the face and say, I don't like you, it'd be kind of nice. <laughs> it might actually make some things kind of worse. But at least then we're all on the same page and we totally get it. Also, today is Ash Wednesday. Holla at your Catholic friends. I saw a really funny meme that was like, it was like, girl says... I wish I could just find a nice Catholic boy. And then it was like, God says, I will mark them all for you tomorrow. I don't know. I'm not saying that right. It didn't come out funny. Anyways, we went, got our ashes. It's like, I definitely make sure we go on Christmas, Easter, and Ash Wednesday. Because you know mommy needs those sins washed away. So I would like to get an ash. Like to do an ash on an ash Wednesday. Also ate meat today. Completely forgot. Was enjoying my leftover Szechuan chicken. And then realized, well, I'm a bad Catholic. But then I made up for it by actually going to church and staying for mass. I didn't leave after ashes. I stayed for communion. And then I left early. Because that's the good kind of Catholic person that I am. Anyways, going to church with kids is the worst. The whole time this lady next to me, she like had her shit strewn across the pew, her bag, her hat. I'm like, can you move your shit? We've got four people here trying to sit down. No, she just leaves her winter hat on the pew. Like what is wrong with her? She's taking up like three spaces with her goddamn ugly bag and her ugly hat. And then Sloan's really pissing her off. And like, I was kind of on my phone, which I know is bad, but I was it was right after work. Mass was at five and I had some work stuff to follow up on. Sloan was just like <sighs> making noise, saying inappropriate things. She kept putting the kneeler thing down. I'm just like, I don't know. This is terrible. This is why we come three times a year. You know what? I'm doing the best that I can with the time, resources, and ability that I have. <laughs> and I would say I'm doing better than most, maybe. Trying. Trying counts. In terms of being busy... I recently went to Michael's, which is one of my favorite stores because I truly just, woo, I get like hard nipples when I get a coupon. Like I love a coupon and there's nothing better than a Michael's coupon because a Michael's coupon is at least 40% off a regular priced item. And you can typically use multiple coupons. What kind of sorcery is this? Target would never. So I just love going there, and they always have a deal. They always have a 50% off, a buy one, get one. They have deals constantly. And I saw this um, I saw this whiteboard, and I was like, this whiteboard um, calendar, which I've been wanting to get a calendar to put in our house so that, like, Brady knows what's going on. I don't know why I feel like that's important because I am Brady's personal admin. Like, I'm his executive assistant. I'm running his calendar, arranging his transportation. I'm doing it all. I'm making the phone calls and appointments for him. I'm handling it. But I was determined to get this whiteboard, and so I went and I bought one for $50. It was originally $75. Truly, the value of it's probably $10, but, you know, I'm a sucker for it. For I'm a sucker for a deal at Michael's. So I bought this whiteboard, and 
What I realized is the whiteboard calendar is actually for me, which makes no sense because I have a synced Google calendar with my husband that has everything that we need and we're always on top of calendar invites. So now I've just created a thing that I have to do. Like I have to, it has like a daily to-do list. So every day I have to go and like fill this thing out. But I'm the only person looking at it. And Brady doesn't know how to read all the words. And probably not in my shitty handwriting. And I'm like trying to tell him like, what does that say? He he says, with. I'm like, no, it says wrestling. You have wrestling that day. I'm like, great. It's fucking kid doesn't even know what's on this goddamn board I'm writing this shit on here and then I'm thinking maybe I should just return it or take it down and then I think of the holes that are already in my wall because this thing is up in my kitchen so now I've committed to it just like I overcommit to everything I overcommit to work I overcommit to my kids I overcommit to church kind of I mean I go three times a year I overcommit to this podcast I overcommit to calligraphy which I'm now learning now I've overcommitted to the whiteboard calendar. Say your prayer, save my soul. Don't know what else to do with myself. What I really need is like a PTO day because I work from home, which a lot of people think is like really great, which it is. It's so beneficial. I love it. But my husband also works from home. So I'm just like, I'm constantly like with him or with the kids. I f- but like, not a lot of like fun times you know what I mean it's just a lot of like getting shit done and I want to take a PTO day where I don't talk to anyone all day and I leave the house and I like get a facial get a massage get my nails done get my toes done get my eyelashes done all that shit that I always need to do that I never have time to do and just take a PTO day and just like do it all at once and make myself fabulous and then also go to last chance last chance for those of you who are not aware is like the most discount of the most discount of the most discounted garbage you could ever find so there's Nordstrom's which is one of the most amazing stores of all time and one of the benefits of Nordstrom is that you can return anything I have returned broken shoes, shit I've had for a year and a half, and they just take it back, no questions asked, and at the very least, give you um, in-store credit, which it's like, um, in-store credit at Nordstrom, like, I couldn't think of a better gift to myself. And so, you know, you can buy, like, a really expensive pair of shoes, wear them a couple times, take them back, get a different pair. I don't know who would do that. I think it's illegal, but I'm just saying obviously that's what people do because of what I'm about to explain so there's Nordstrom and then there's Nordstrom Rack Nordstrom Rack is their kind of like outlet store it's where all of their like rejects or like super sale items go so the nice thing about Nordstrom Rack is they kind of have collections like here's the good American section you know here's the free people section or whatever I don't know I'm just like saying things Here's like a bunch of shoes and you can see like, oh, they have like this kind of boot and they have it in like several sizes. But then after Nordstrom Rack is a store called Last Chance, which is literally like the last chance to buy a Nordstrom item before I don't know what happens to it. 
And this store is not like Nordstrom Rack in that it has collections. It's literally a dump of a store that has rows and rows of unorganized racks of garbage. And it is my obsession because it is a needle in a haystack situation. But when you find that needle, it is so fucking good. But there's so much trash to get through, it can be unbearable. So when you go in, there's like, I mean, people are just going crazy there because literally shirts are like a dollar and they have a whole designer section and it's like crazy. You know, you really have to be like spending time there. I've taken my kids there before and it's the worst. Brady had to stop to poop. I'm like, really? You're going to poop at last chance? The store is disgusting. It's like a broke down Ross dress for less. But again, it's all Nordstrom stuff. But keep in mind, Nordstrom accepts insane returns and those returns end up somewhere on a shithole rack in a Ross dress for less that's been converted into a last chance but I do like going there it's like a game and it's a game I enjoy playing and that I feel I am very good at and Jenny and I like to go and do this so we went there for some retail therapy the other day and it was just like It was so crazy. And she's like, let's check out the shoe section. So when you go to the shoe section, the first thing you want to do is look at the bottom of the shoe because you could be like, oh, this person bought this shoe, wore it for an entire summer, returned it, and it ended up at last chance. And now this Tory Burch sandal is $20. And it's like, but I am not the kind of fool that's going to pay $20 for a worn ass shoe. So you have to look for the good ones and you might find a good one that's not worn, but it's got a nick in the heel or it's fucked up or it's discolored or, oh my God, it's all trash. So we go over to the shoe section and there's, the aisles are roped off and I'm like, why is this roped off? And Jenny's like, oh my God, oh my God, they're doing a restock. I'm like a restock? Come to find out when they do a restock at last chance, they literally rope it off and they bring out garbage cans I'm not kidding actual garbage cans like the big industrial size gray ones full of shoes they wheel the garbage can out the employees go between the ropes out to the shelving put the shoes out there and then all these fools wait in line for the restock to finish then they pull down the ropes and the women fucking run to their size and get the shoes that they want and I'm like you don't even know what the shoes are and I'm like Jenny who are these people waiting in this line for these broke ass shoes and Jenny's like I've stood in line for a restock before (laughs) I mean I've never seen anything like it it was so crazy but my diamond in the rough that day was I found this amazing gown it was normally like $1,100 and I got it for $98. I don't know where I'm going in it, but it's definitely like a black tie moment. Fabulous. Hugs me in all the right places. Hides me in all the right places. It's amazing. I mean, it's like a $900 savings and it's new and nice and amazing and designer. Like how does one not love finding that needle in the haystack? So anyways, I know that's insane. If you have a last chance, there's not a lot of them, but if you ever come and you want some tips, 
I can give you some last chance tips. All right, so let's go ahead and take a quick break. Okay, we're back. So another story I wanted to tell you guys was that I was laying in bed with Sloan and she tells Siri to play Rainbow. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And it starts playing Casey Musgraves' Rainbow. I have heard of Casey Musgraves and I knew who she was, but I had never listened to her music and I just kind of discounted her. But I sat there and listened to this song and I was like, oh my God, this song is so beautiful. I'm going to cry. I'm obsessed with it. So then I get into this Casey Musgraves hole and it turns out I'm the loser who's been hiding under a rock, had no idea who Casey Musgraves is. I didn't even... I didn't even know about Golden Hour, let alone be around to see a freaking tour. So now I'm like, when is she going on tour? Well, she's not because the tour already happened and I missed it because I didn't know who she was or that she existed. But I cannot turn Golden Hour off. I've listened to the album at least 30 times in the last two weeks. I mean, it's an obsession. I truly love her. I love her so much that I went online and bought her slow burn candle because that's the kind of fan I am. I will spend $37 on your candle. So I'm just saying, if I ever have a candle, I hope that you would spend $37 on my candle. But as you know, I am not very committed and won't ever have a candle. Okay, so in terms of other entertainment recently, I have been watching Love is Blind. It's the show that has set the internet wild. And the internet is just coming for these people on Love is Blind. Love is Blind is a new show on Netflix. Of course, I've seen every episode. The finale comes out tomorrow. It's two hours long. And I'm a reality TV junkie, as you know. And I've been incessantly watching this show because my coworker is actually on the show. And her name is Jessica. So if you've seen it, you know who Jessica is. Anyways, the concept of the show is that these people meet in pods. They never see each other. They build a connection from having conversations. And then they decide if they're going to get married or not. And then they can see each other once they do a proposal. Sounds pretty um, weird. It's kind of like love at first sight, but on crack. Like it, it's like really accelerated. I don't... I don't know. To be honest, I don't watch Love at First Sight, but I think it's the same company that created Love at First Sight created Love is Blind. These couples are insane. Some crazy shit has happened. I am team Jessica all the way. I think Mark is extremely unattractive. That is my own personal opinion. And Jessica is a beautiful woman. And if you met her, you would love her. She's great. And you all would be friends with her. But the internet has gone crazy and attacks her and I've never been in a situation where someone I know has been attacked online by strangers. I mean, it's so bizarre. And all these Facebook groups I'm in, everyone's coming for her and I'm like, no, you're all like dumb. She is an accomplished woman with a career. He is a 24-year-old loser without a good job and he's not hot. So what do you want her to do? And she's supposed to be like doing this show. So what do you want her to do? Then there's other people. I was watching this with my dad when I was in Nebraska. And this girl is going on and on about how she can't reach a climax when she's in bed. And I'm like, um, can we not watch this episode together? Because I'm feeling real strange watching this random woman on Netflix talk about not being able to come 
while I'm sitting on the couch next to my dad. Just don't need it. Also, what are you concerned about? Why don't you just let this guy boink you and just go from there? Because he's really cute. But then she said they're just friends. I don't know. It's weird. Then we have this other couple who seem totally mismatched, but they seem to be perfect for each other, which is Lauren and Cameron. They're great. Then there's this crazy girl, Gigi. I don't even know what to say about her except for that. Unfortunately, I see a lot of myself in her, so that's embarrassing. And then there was this Carlton guy who decided to wait until after he was engaged to this woman to tell her that he was bisexual. And then she was like, give me some time to process this information. And then he went bananas on her and started talking about how her wig was whack and then left. And I'm like, um, what? (laughs) Also, there's going to be a reunion coming out. Anyways, it's worth a watch. It's real weird. Um, give it a go. Let me know what you think. DM me. Tell, you, tell me what you think about Jessica. I'll tell you what I think. She's a gem. I love her. Um, I think she's portrayed not great on the show. And I think that the internet's just really mean and terrible. I don't know. Also on Vanderpump Rules, what's going on? I have to say, I've never liked Katie ever. Never been a fan. I love Stassi. Unsure how they can be friends because Katie is such a bitch, but not in a fun way how Stassi is. Um, Ariana is just so far up uh, Tom Sandoval's ass. She will never be able to breathe again. And Jackson and Brittany are completely delusional and think that the entire season is about them. Why is James not on my television more? Raquel, her head literally lives in the clouds. And I do have to say, I am Team Sheena 100%. Don't ever come for Shishu. She is the best. And she's never done anything to anyone terrible. She's, I stand her all the way 100%. And I don't need these Nimrod guys coming in and coming for her. I like her fighting with Dana because why not? And I also really hate that Dana doesn't wear a bra. I know it's her prerogative, but you're at work. And when I'm being fed a goat cheese ball, I don't need a nipple in my face. So just maybe wear a bra. I don't know. Also, your titties aren't like full, thick, and upright enough to stand on their own two feet. And mine aren't that way either, but I also don't go to work without a bra on. So you just gotta know yourself, girl. You just gotta know. All right, that was a lot of information. Um, Don't forget to rate and review. You need to get five stars. Write a little blurb. Oh my god, Millennial Mom is so great. I would love to look at those later and feel really good about myself. So if you could do that, that would be amazing. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. DM me. I'm thinking about adding a call line where people can call in and tell their like mom stories. Um, If you think that would be a great idea, let me know. Uh, You can hit me on Instagram at millennialmompod or email me at millennialmompod at gmail.com. Thank you. Have a great week and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.